Welcome. You're listening to Talk About Healthy Living. I am so pleased to have you join me today. My parents were well-meaning. They wanted me to be successful. So at a very young age, they had my aunt, who was a teacher, work with me on the IQ test that was about to be given at my elementary school. She gave me answers that led to my testing in a genius IQ level. So that set me up to constantly feel I was an imposter. I wasn't that super bright kid that teachers were thinking I should be. The imposter syndrome is about feeling like you don't deserve your accomplishments or you don't belong. Even highly successful people like Tom Hanks, Michelle Obama, Maya Angelou have admitted to these feelings. So what do you do about it? In today's episode, I share the ways in which you can change that inner, critical, judgmental voice and build confidence. I'm your host, Peggy Sealfan. I'm trained by world masters in Eastern and Western traditions, so my work is a blend of ancient wisdom and modern technology and science. So one of my clients, I'll call her Christina, was number one in her medical class of all men. She became a highly successful, well-respected doctor, yet she has an extremely sensitive personality and experienced unfathomable childhood traumas which undermined her ability to accept her success as an adult. Her self-sabotaging inner voice led her down a road of anxiety and depression. It's inevitable that the environments and experiences of our childhood affect us, but we can develop ways to upend that inferiority complex and stave off the harmful impact of feeling that low self-worth. We're not born feeling inadequate. As kids, when we felt afraid or anxious, our mind told us, well, something was wrong with us. We were broken. It wasn't our environment. It was something wrong with me that I feel so bad. Christina was both abused and neglected. So as an adult, she still carries that sense of insecurity and shame. The inner child feels she doesn't deserve to have her beautiful homes, wonderful husband, comfortable lifestyle, and she's always questioning, well, do other people feel like this? Tapping into her authentic self and practicing being present in the moment and being grateful for all that she has is changing her perceptions and core beliefs about herself. So if you are battling with an inferiority complex, here are clear choices you can make. First and foremost, stop comparing or competing with others. Of course, the elephant in the room is social media. It so insidiously triggers comparison with others and can raise big doubts about self-worth. In fact, research shows that the more time people spend on Facebook and Instagram, the more they compare themselves socially. Well, why aren't I on that beautiful vacation island? Why don't I have a loving mate to share my life with? Or look at that beautiful family. Why am I alone? Or why doesn't my family look so happy? There's a sense of lack or jealousy. Envy can bubble up. So, try reducing time spent scrolling through social media. It may be time to do a full digital detox for three or four days and take notice of how you feel. We all get into a habit of checking our phones and it can become an unhealthy addiction. You can change it. As I mentioned, gratitude can be a huge self-booster in feeling empowered and enriched. 
I highly encourage keeping a gratitude journal daily. Write down one thing every day that you're grateful for. Now, it might be a seemingly small gesture, a smile from a neighbor, a delicious meal, or a big event, like a raise at work or a new baby has arrived in the family. Write down past achievements you're proud of. Keep track of all the blessings in your life. This is an excellent way to build your capacity to feel positive feelings. As humans, unfortunately, we're wired for negativity, but that is our built-in survival mechanism. We're constantly scanning for dangers that might threaten our very existence, so we need to counter that internal process with ways to feel good, feel alive, feel joy. Gratitude is essential to our well-being. Another great technique is to give compassion to the part of you that feels insignificant. Tap into the child within. How would you talk to that sad child to uplift and lay the groundwork for a happier adult? Tell that child you're enough, you're confident, you're full of potential. Talk to that child as if talking to a friend who's anxious or depressed. What would you say? What would you do? Give that inner child a real virtual hug. Give love. Close your eyes right now, unless you're driving, and notice how that warm, caring, heart-to-heart gesture feels inside, deep inside your body. Notice the sensations. Another great technique for exercising self-love is to use the Louise Hay Mirror Method. It takes 30 days. Every morning, stare into your own eyes in the mirror. Tell yourself, I love you. Mention the things you love about yourself. I love the way you care about others. I love the color of your eyes. I love the way you look when you smile. I love that you're such a good cook, and so on and so on. You need to make a 30-day commitment, and you'll find the results quite miraculous. If you miss a day, start again. It's worth it. You're worth it. Perfectionism is another trait that leads to feelings of inadequacy. You set unreasonable expectations for yourself. Then when you don't achieve, you reinforce that sense of not being enough, not having enough knowledge, degrees, whatever it is. Now, I suffer from this myself, and it came from my fear of disapproval from my parents and their high expectations of me in my early childhood. Over the years and all through my trainings, I've learned it's okay to make mistakes. In fact, I used to spend way too much time writing and checking over my weekly newsletters. Now, when I notice a typo or two that got sent out, I might momentarily cringe, but then I let it go because at the end of the day, it's more about the message. Those imperfections do not change the meaning. I've also learned to receive criticism without getting defensive or feeling bad. So... Allow yourself to make mistakes. To err is human. And take the pressure off yourself. You'll feel better for it. Meditation, even for just a few minutes a day, can go a long way to connecting to your inner powers and your strengths. Deep belly breathing can calm the nervous system and set you up to quiet your mind, which can put you in a state of integration where mind and body are connected. This is one of the processes in my Mind Body Fitness for Life program. We function way too much in our minds and our egos rule us, but we have an inner guidance system, a spirit, soul, that's evolving and seeking purpose and meaning. By taking timeouts from mental stimulation, worries, external disturbances, you truly tap in to an expansive part of yourself that's full of knowingness and wisdom. 
the more you take time to just shift from thinking and doing to feeling and being, the more you release your inner guru, your inner GPS system, which bubbles up in the form of intuition. Of course, with any of these approaches, you've got to practice on a regular basis in order to change those old beliefs sustainably. This will sound harsh, but stop believing your thoughts. You tell yourself lies all the time and reinforce them. So notice what you're saying. When you hear self-judgment or I can't do this, change it to I can do this, I'm going to do this. Start sprinkling words and phrases that help you be your own cheerleader. When you become aware of the feelings of inadequacy, the door opens for you to fully understand how you arrived at that belief and to change it. In time, by validating and processing those emotions, you can truly know you are enough and more. So by practicing my suggestions from today, you can experience your amazing powers for yourself. Don't take my word for it, but do let me know what you find and please share with me. I hope you benefited from your time with me today. I'm sending you love and light, and I invite you to join me again next week for another episode of Talk About Healthy Living.